When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hopefully you're going to catch up with Mark Woodford shortly on the program. He's just tied up on another call, we think, at the moment. But as soon as we get him, in fact, we'll get him very, very shortly. Mark Woodford, Australian tennis legend. So a mixed day for the Aussies after day two. But Alex Demonor, he'll take that, I'd imagine. But I get Woody's thoughts very, very shortly on the program. And a few thing about it is when two Aussies play each other, it's a case of, well, it's, it sucks that one's got to lose. But on the flip side, somebody goes through to the next round. One of those is Alexi Popper is going to take on the might of Novak Djokovic. 0457-736-736. So I think we've got him on the line right now. As we mentioned, a mixed day for the Aussies after day two of the Australian Open. We also saw some big names as well fall by the wayside. Mark Woodford, Australian tennis legend. He's part of the team here at SE, and I'm pleased to say he's on the line right now. Morning, Mark. Uh, good morning. Let's start with the demon, shall we? Uh, let me ask you this, uh, though, Woody. What, what's the mindset when your opponent either retires, hurt, or you, or you get a walkover? Do you, do you take the rest? Are you happy with that? Would you have preferred more of a hit out? I, I guess after Alex dropping the first set, he'll he'll bank that and move forward. Yeah, look, I think he, there, there might be a sense of relief that uh, Raonic did, you know, stop after uh, what two and a bit sets there. Um, I think Alex was well and truly tested. He had the experience of being out there and just to to get that sense of what hopefully is uh, a number of more matches to come. But that was a very dangerous opponent um, against Milos. And uh, uh, as I said, I think that's a, a valuable experience that he's, um, that, that he's been put through. And now he can get ready for, you know, you know the second round. And, uh, and hopefully, as I, as I mentioned, that there are other matches. So I, d- I don't think he'd be too unsettled, um, the mm-hmm. fact that he played uh, just two sets. Um, because, there's, look, there's a lot of attention riding on his shoulders uh, this tournament, isn't there? Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, crack the top ten. Of course, no Nick here. He's the uh, great Australian hope on the men's side of the drawer. You know, he's added a lot of improvement to his game, hasn't he, to crack that top 10? You know, what have you seen in Alex's game that you think can consistently take him to maybe quarters of a slam? Well, I, I, there's no doubting his, um, that the, the way that he approaches uh, every match, every tournament, the professional um, attitude that he brings to the court. And there's just that, that inner belief. It's not an outward show of uh, confidence, which is probably the contrast to, to Nick, um, that, um, you know, very different games as well and, and, and just their um, uh, approach um, to, to tournaments. But that last year, I, I, I mean, I go back and I think, again, this is a contrast. Last year, if you remember, Alex, I think, made it through to the third or fourth round um, and there was a lot of hype entering the match against Novak Djokovic and he just got walloped. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was... He was showing that, you know, why Novak Djokovic was number one in the world, went on to win the tournament and was in great form. But he, he really did uh, crush Alex. And I was commentating that match with, of course, in the booth with BP. And, uh, but it was just one-way traffic. But therein lies that, that Alex has taken that loss. And sometimes it, it is a loss that can help 
build um, or rebuild in this sense. And I think he, he walked away and said, OK, if I'm going to be you know, knocking on the door of uh, second week of the slams or, or if I want to reach the top 10, I've got to make these little tweaks to my game. And it just seems like that um, he's added a little extra you know, beef on the serve. I think in the rally mode, he, he's been willing to actually step a little closer to the baseline so that there's not the, the ball is arriving to the opponent a little sooner and with a little a little bit extra on weight of shot on it as well. So it's just these small little areas that can make some some big um, changes. And and look, here we are, 12 months down the track, and Alex is now inside the top 10. And I think he will be a, a, a you know a consistent member of the top 10. And and obviously, as we've we've heard from him that. You know, he, he fully believes that he can just take um, some extra steps and, and maybe knock on the top five. From what, he, from what you've seen, Mark, obviously heat is a significant factor at the Australian Open. How's the court playing? Yeah. There's been a bit of discussion around the balls as well. So considering that, do conditions <laughs> look fast to you? Do they look slower than usual? How are you reading it in these early stages? I think the, that, that's what the Australian Open provides is, and, and here in Melbourne, and, and of course, the classic you know, line is four seasons in a day, you know, for everyone that comes down here and play, they've got to be, they've got to be prepared for every condition. Um, and, and yes, we're renowned for the, for those summery days as well. And it has been a test over the, the first two days and today's going to be blistering for them as well. And look, tennis, in my opinion, is centered in Europe right now. That's where the, the bulk of the, the players um, with, um, with, with high rankings, etc. Uh, and, and a lot of those players are coming from winter um, right now, coming into the summer. And, and it is a, a contrast. It's an adjustment for them. So um, it, there is a lot of talk about the balls. Um, uh, but, but the court surface here, it changes speed with the type of weather conditions. If, it, if In the evenings, it can get a little quick. In the heat of the day, the ball can be you know very bouncy. So players are, are making contact. So it's just something that they have to adjust. But I think the more complete players, they're the ones that are able to handle those conditions. And, and perhaps that's, uh, you know, it alludes to, plays into Novak Djokovic's hands yeah. because he's been able to, to handle all of those um, uh, different conditions so well over so many years here. Yeah, he's a master, isn't he? This is his castle. And even at his age, I mean, he was tested by his Croatian opponent round one, but he's twice his age and, and found a way, didn't he? Who can challenge Novak? You know, is it Alcaraz next, uh, presumably? You know, what, what can Sinner do? I'm fascinated to see what Sinner can do. We're still sort of, I guess, waiting for him to take that next, next step. Stefanos is always strong yeah. down under. You know, maybe yeah. a good slugger like Aruna could, could factor as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, there, there are a number of contenders out there, and uh, uh, you, you've, you've mentioned uh, all of the ones that I would probably throw into that hat as well. Um, but you know, they've, it's only Alcaraz that uh, of that bunch that has been able to traverse, you know, the two weeks, winning seven matches of a of a Grand Slam. So I, I would expect him to be, you know, challenging and 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 be there at, at the end. But of course. You know, we'd love to see Alex de Menard, and I fully believe that he can be there in in week two and perhaps in the latter stages. But it's the final, the semi-finals, and the final, and that's where Novak has um, 
has shone so brightly here in Australia that he's been able to have enough energy and enough belief um, to to you know get through those those big matches at the end. And and there's one person that probably is not receiving in my in, in my book is not receiving enough attention, flying under the radar is actually Dana Medvedev. I mean, mm. he's a former finalist here. I mean, there's there is a lot of talk with other players, but you know, I think in Medvedev's case, it's kind of nice, you know, to be, you know, not consistently yeah, having to answer, is this going to be your your opportunity? So don't discount Medvedev. Just very quickly, Mark, just on the Aussies, uh, congratulations, Storm Hunter. There's a tricky opponent to Sarah Irani. She advances to the second round. Preston, we didn't think she'd, well, you know, she was pretty admirable, I guess, in that loss to Svitolina. Popperin is yep. through. He's going to take yep. on Novak, isn't he? Duckworth went down. Oh, I've got to say, Rinky Hijikata, he battled to the very end, didn't he? He's one of my favourite Australians. That he has been over the last 12 months with the success that he enjoyed last year. Uh, with um, uh, Kubler winning the, the doubles, and um, you know, just to see him work work his way through, he's, he's uh, a great coach, Mark Draper, that's still working with him. Um, yeah, it was a shame. I was having a look at that last night. I couldn't believe, um, you know, how, how that it was still going on mm. when I turned the TV. But um, you know, it's a it's a shame. I, I mean, he ran into the the German uh, defence of of Struff, but. Um, look at yeah, we've lost a few along the way in some heartbreakers, but yeah. there have been some winners. And uh, someone like Jordan Thompson, uh, Chris O'Connell uh, as well. He he's stepping up uh, uh, in, in a big match as well. And and Tomo has just got to you know now the powers of recovery and hopefully youth on his side will will help him. But of course led by our number one, um, you know, Dimanar. De, De and uh, yeah, there's there's a lot more action to come. Indeed, some some really wonderful matchups too in the women's. Daniel Collins, Angie Kerber, Iga Swiatek, the world number one against Sophia Kennan. Just very quickly before we let you go, Mark, uh, Olivia Gadecki up against Sloane Stevens and Kimberly Beryl yep. taking on the eleven seed Jelena Ostapenko. A potential wins there for the Aussie girls. Well, I, I, look, years and years ago, I actually uh, travelled with Kim Burrell. She was in the, the Junior Fed Cup team. That was what the competition was called at the time. I was looking after the Junior Davis Cup team. And, and uh, so travelling with some 15, 16-year-olds. So it's a delight to see Kim, you know, persevere. Um, she's had to overcome some injuries. And I really like the way she plays. She's in with a chance. Even though Ostapenko won the tournament last week in Adelaide, you know, there might be that fatigue factor built in with Ostapenko as, as well coming into these hot conditions which Kim it's in her backyard so I think with some some great support Kim is certainly within uh, a distance of, of beating Ostapenko and Gadecki yes I mean last year she was here I think she announced her arrival on the Australian scene so this is an, another opportunity getting off to a good start for whether it's the, the, the ladies or for the men, for the Australians, if they can get off to that good start early in the first set and just maintain that lead and they've got the support of the crowd, that makes a huge difference. It does. And Isla on court tonight against Petra Martic. Great to get your thoughts as always, Mark. Uh, enjoy the tennis. We'll speak soon. Uh, I hope so. Take care. Yeah, you can go on the Aussies. There he is, uh, Mark Woodford, part of the team here the SEN Network, 0457 736 736, SEN Summer Mornings. Let's get the latest news headlines.